Welcome, true believers, back to the Nerd Smash Talk Cast. I am your host and guide, LT Thornton, and I am joined by possibly the world's greatest co-host, Mr. Steve Woods. What's up, Steve? Bro, it is good to be back. Happy snow day, my man. Happy snow day. We are being ravaged right now <laughs> with this weather but seems like uh pretty much everybody else is as well yeah yeah it's crazy <laughs> good times listen guys as always our mission here on the talk cast is to bring you the latest in nerd culture nerd news and nerd reviews whether that involves movies tv video games D science comic books anime whatever we will cover it because guess what? Being a nerd is just not as limiting as you think it is. Very Steve. true, man. Listen, so much to talk about. So many so drops much this to week. Talk. So many things to get into. Guys, we're going to give you just a brief taste of some of the things that we're going to talk about on today's episode. Uh, we got some news about... Uh, Ryan Johnson's Star Wars trilogy not being dead? Say what? How do we feel about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we got some news about a new Marvel show that's dropping uh, and, and how it looks like uh, or what it looks like on the rest of our on our calendar for the rest of the year. Uh, we got another Justice League trailer. <laughs> Make it stop. I'm sorry, Zack Snyder's that's Justice right. League trailer. That's the official title, I think. It is. Okay. All right. Which, you know, I, you know, we'll, we'll get into it. We'll yeah, get yeah, into yeah, yeah, yeah. It. We'll yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, Jack Black was also cast in the Borderlands movie. And I reiterate my question from last week. What is this movie? <laughs> uh, Pedro Pascal. Uh, got some some casting news in that uh, I think is kind of exciting, but we have to get into our main story on the show this week, and that is, unfortunately, that Gina Carano was let go from The Mandalorian. Uh, I guess she found out through social media, and it's really just just a shame because uh, her character Cara Dune. I really just kind of enjoyed, but Steve, you're the Star Wars guy. Yeah, what do man. you think about this? Um, yeah, so it's it's been kind of brewing even since the first season of The Mandalorian that, uh, you know, she had some opinions that she shared on social media, and I think that they finally had enough. Um, right or wrong, I just I just always go back to what my dad told me when I first started working was keep your opinions to yourself. And what he was talking about was, you know, those social issues and things like that. Don't let it mess with your money. Um, Yeah. Uh, And to provide uh, some additional context, uh, Gina Carano had some, some comments that she was making and it you know, whatever way you lean uh, on the political spectrum, especially about, you know, what she was saying and some of the things that she was saying, 
I think at the end of the day, you know, it goes back to your point. She was warned multiple times by, you know, Disney's corporation, right? Hey, you know, you're entitled to your opinions. You're entitled to what you're saying, what you feel. Obviously, you're rubbing feathers the wrong way with some of your coworkers and your castmates and stuff like that. But don't make this stuff public. You know, she had been kind of... You know, what you were saying with it was brewing. She was kind of Mm -hmm. continuing to put these thoughts out there, continuing to say things that might have been upsetting or might have been, um, you know, distressing to some of her coworkers. And finally, you know, the comment that she made, the last comment that she made about, uh, and I believe it was something about comparing conservatism to, uh, you know, Jews in the Holocaust. That's it's an inflammatory statement in and of itself. But the fact that you have a history of, of saying these things and rifling up your coworkers, you know, at the end of the day, you're right. It just, you, you yeah, messed man. up the, the paycheck. Listen, I work at a dental office, bro. I can't, I can't do that. <laughs> let alone, yeah. you know, yeah. have, have a show built around my character, which we think yeah. was going to happen at one time. Yeah. Um, but I can't help but think this as well. Uh, the sh- Mandalorian, for all intents and purposes, had wrapped up for season two. Uh, they have not announced who's coming back for season three. And no. maybe they just didn't renew her contract. No, I think she played a big factor because I know at one point before the kind of social media posts of hers started getting um, mm. kind of flamed and stuff. Uh, she was tagged to lead her own series, not just the Rangers of the New Republic, but to also like spin off into her own thing. Dope and character. That, great character. You know, it, super interesting background, like being a survivor of Alderaan, mm-hmm. you know, knowing Alderaan before it blew up and all that stuff. That's massive stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, so it's it's really just a shame. Um, and, you know, I, (laughs) I saw this post that I thought was really, really interesting and it made a great point. It said, um, if, uh, I get a job working on Star Wars, uh, I do whatever does not get me fired from my job working on Star Wars. That's exactly right. I, I try to do. Everything in my power not to get fired from my job in an office, (laughs) let alone if I'm chosen as an Mm -hmm. awesome character in Star Wars. Are you kidding? You think you just look, tell your friends. You don't got to blast that out on the. That's the social man, social media in these youngsters, bro. Look, she's not that young, bro. She's been around for a minute. She has. She has. She has. But Let let me ask you this. Cool, cool character. No reason to get rid of the character. One, two, three, recast it. Lucy lost it. Oh, I thought you were going to say Lucy Lawless together. <laughs> recast it. But yeah, I'm totally. I like down. how you I'm... said Lucy Lawless. That's a good. <laughs> That's dope. Yes. But, uh, no, I'm 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 down to recast because I don't think she got to spend so much time in the role that she defined it. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah. I don't think it's this performance that just can't be topped, right? No, no, it's I don't not think like so it's, either. Um, you know, I'm trying to, it's not like it's, uh, 
uh, Gal Gadot, you know, and her iconic portrayal of, you know, Wonder Woman right. that you're recasting. It's it's Cara Dune. She's probably been in a total of five episodes of the entirety of The Mandalorian. True. That's so, why I say recast it. Let's go. Yeah. I mean, you know, we know how Disney works. So I, I'm sure that's probably what's going to happen. But, you know, we'll see. And again, you know, my original point, like, I have a very strong opinion that in the is a hot dog a sandwich or is it a sub conversation, I am strongly in the camp that a hot dog is a sub. But if my boss put me aside and said, hey, you need to cut this hot dog is a sub BS out or you're going to get fired, I'm like... I am not talking about that. <laughs> I'm just not going to talk about it. Anymore. I'm going to still have my opinions. <laughs> I'm just not going to talk about it to everyone on the planet. Yeah, or especially the people that, that I, are yes. uh, already yes. ticked off at me for mentioning my hot dog is a sub comment and wow. uh, are actively petitioning to fire me from my job. <laughs> <laughs> I really feel like they're going to recast this role. I don't see why they wouldn't. It's just he, she's just going to Gina Carano is just going to go the way of Terrence Howard. <laughs> and that'll be, you know, no, it'll be it, man. She's going to have a hit uh, a hit show on Fox. Uh, <laughs> Maybe about a record label executive that Maybe. doesn't wear socks. <laughs> <laughs> That's a that's an interesting path, but you know what? <laughs> Who knows? We'll see Who what knows? happens. We'll see what happens. Put her anyway. on power, whatever that shows. Anyway, anyway, yeah, Empire, Empire. That's what that means. Yeah. All I know Isn't is he power? never wears socks. Same thing, right? I don't know. Uh, I I hear it's better, but who knows? Uh, who knows? Know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on. Let's move on because uh, we got some. We got a bunch of stuff to get into. Uh, so. On one end, you had Gina Carano getting fired, but on the other hand, you had Pedro Pascal uh, continuing to win. Boy, le- who is this like from the past? It's it's almost like, you know, like a Sylvester Stallone, where they just put him in everything, sink or swim. But I, I feel like he's a swimmer, a... first of all. Like, I oh, think he's yeah. going to continue to win. I just, I mean, just... Just in everything. And this latest casting, yeah. I think, looks great. Yeah. I think the internet's happy with it, too. Uh, yeah. He has been cast in the HBO series The Last of Us, which is a video game adaptation from a Sony game. Yeah. So, yeah. Did you hear about his co-star? I did. Bella Ramsey, y'all. If y'all don't know the name Bella Ramsey, maybe you remember the name uh, Liana Mormont. From Ooh, Game of Thrones, from the little Bear girl, Island, son, the little girl that would, uh, <laughs> whose tongue was actually made of daggers, <laughs> and who killed a giant zombie. Yes. I'm just yes. saying, stabbing it in the face. <laughs> <laughs> dopest, dopest. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, it'll be interesting. It'll definitely mm-hmm. be. Itch- Look, casting is great so far. Yes. So good. Um, I have not played all the way through the last of a series. I did borrow a PlayStation three. Is that right? Yeah. Three when it came Mm -hmm. out around that Mm -hmm. time. And I played through some of it, you know, because I don't play video games. I just love them. But, uh, uh, yeah. I also didn't finish the last of the first, like last of us. You know, we're going to take so much heat for this, right? Yeah, definitely. 
Uh, I mean, these are these are the like top tier games that yeah. people have had huge emotional reactions to. Yeah, and I just let it sit. Yeah, same. So I I owned it at one point. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I played through a large chunk of it. I I think I maybe got disinterested with where the story was or, or something. Maybe I got stuck at some part. And I wasn't motivated enough to finish the game, but I yeah. do acknowledge that the game, the game was super emotional. There was so much going on, and uh, you know I recognize it as a valuable series, and I'm actually excited for the show because, mm-hmm. I, you know what, I'm definitely more interested in just sitting down and watching it as opposed yeah. to uh, trying to figure out how to craft these uh, bullets so I can get yeah. my way out of the situation. I mean, and again, I I just feel like when we take these video game properties and translate them into the big screen, meaning movies cuts Mm -hmm. so much out. I think we have a lot bigger, a lot more opportunities for it to tell a whole story in a format where it's a series and on HBO where we may get some of that mature rated material from the game too, which is, which is also very cool. I'm also curious to see if it, kind of has an element of like a bigger budget walking dead mm. which in Ugh. one degree could be that really sounds good. great that sounds great uh well you know that mm. the whole zombie apocalypse show though even though it's not really zombie apocalypse there's a lot more with like the people being crappy to each other and stuff yeah you know it it could be the same thing. I'm curious to see how it differ- differentiates itself from being a Walking Dead clone mm. as a TV okay. show. Yeah. So. Yeah. You know, Definitely we'll excited see. for it, though. Super, yeah. super excited. That's great. HBO casting. killing the game again. It's trying to. It's trying to. Uh, you know <laughs> what? I, I was going to talk about. Uh, I was going to talk about the next story, but let's just continue this hbo max trend because (laughs) hbo sucks (laughs) (laughs) oh man so hbo max uh highlighted that (laughs) the or they they gave us another Zack snyder's justice league trailer which I was just talking about last week. It was like, guys, can you slow down with the promotion of this thing? It's every week you were getting images and trailers and TV clips. And they had a Super teaser for the trailer for a movie we've already seen. They've yeah, this thing has three trailers, at least two teasers in a in a full quote unquote trailer. Man, I... for a movie week that came out. <laughs> Four or five years ago. Jeez, man. It's... Yeah. I... Did you watch it? I did. I wasn't going to at first. Yeah. But uh, then the internet went uh, absolutely banana bonkers with, uh, you know, Jared Leto's Joker makes an appearance in this trailer. And he starts off one of his lines by saying, we live in a society, which uh, apparently put the internet in a frenzy 
because uh, we live in a society is a super deep cut edge lord gamer meme from from like years ago where people would take the Joker and they would say we live in a society that doesn't have honor and the gamers will rise up and et cetera, et cetera, blah, blah, blah. You know, it, it was that kind of whole. Yeah. See, listen, <laughs> I, I watched that trailer. Didn't phase yeah. me. And yeah. then I saw immediately after all week this week, just kind of, oh, we live in a society. We live in a Oh, it's amazing. Blah, blah, blah. I can't believe they. I had no idea what they're talking about. Yeah. Zero. And, 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 and did not care that's why i never clicked on anything to find out see the fact that they added this kind of super edgelord joker meme because this is a scene that specifically was added Zack snyder even admitted it he's like oh it's a shame that uh jared leto's joker and ben affleck's batman never got to have a scene together he added this and they, they specifically went to this meme as a way to be like, hey, let's activate this like deep subculture yeah. of like the the gamers and stuff that are pandering. Yeah, and and this meme had a, a brief revival with uh, the Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie that came out. They were like, oh, you know, he's he's basically saying he's like, oh, we live in a society people aren't honoring each other. Blah blah blah. You know, gamers rise up. But to actually like include it into this movie it kind of reeks of desperation yeah in the same way that like yeah. uh go back to x-men the last stand when they said i'm the juggernaut bitch like yeah like i said <laughs> pandering like you like who wants that it's uh it just feels very desperate in a gross way and I I'm I'm really not trying to let outside external things dampen my mood for this movie, but it it's just it is tough because that just that thing is just trying to be edgy and cool. Yeah. And we just know that this movie wasn't amazing. <laughs> but, you know, they you know Amazing be damned, because if they get the views, then yeah. it's all good, right? Doesn't it make it better? It's not what I makes a good movie. Guess. Didn't you say your son had a take on this? He did. This he did. So we watched the trailer, and none of us, neither of us picked up on that whole Joker thing. But he said, now this is my 12-year-old son, who, when we went and saw it in the theater, um, I want to say he dressed up as Robin. Oh, cool. Yeah, he likes to he likes to put on like his Halloween costumes and stuff like that when we go see the movies. Like he's dressed up as Darth Vader, Stormtrooper, and he's dressed yeah. up as I think he dressed up as Robin, maybe Nightwing this time. But you know, uh, he was really disappointed by it. And if you let him tell it, he is a bigger DC fan than he is a Marvel fan. And I think that kind of started in elementary school when he would read those young Justice League books. Uh, the novelizations and also Teen Titans, of course. But yeah. his take on it was so we get two movies, <laughs> and I was like, "Well, yeah, yeah, maybe, 
maybe. So he's actually looking forward to it because right. there's so much more content in the in the runtime. So, you know, just a different a different a different look from a different generation and maybe not as, you know, bitter or hateful as his old man. So <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean, I think there's elements to be excited for. Uh I just, you know, I'm I'm just trying to be optimistic. I'm really trying to to find like silver lining. I want to be excited for this just like everybody else. I'm a big DC Comics fan even though overall I'm a Marvel guy. You know, I follow a lot of stuff with DC Comics and mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you know, I want there to be a successful Justice League franchise. I'm just a big fan of Superman, you know, Shazam slash Captain Marvel, you know, Batman, Flash, Green Lantern, all those guys. I want them to succeed. And it's only beneficial to us for them to do well. That's it. Yeah. You know, it does create uh, great new ideas and, you know, fleshes out those stories that we grew up with. So. I also worry that if this thing is rated R and it does really, really well, that you're just going to alienate a portion of the fan base, you know, because, you know, the stuff is essentially for kids and you're going to alienate a portion of the fan base that either can't mm-hmm. or has no interest in seeing this movie because of what it is. I yeah, remember when I, I went to go see Batman versus Superman, there was several groups of kids that were there in the theater and they left because it was scary for them yeah i could see that um but i have to think back when this movie came out my son would have been seven seven or eight and now he's more mature but i still don't necessarily want to take him to an r-rated movie we're not going to go see robocop together bro like you know i don't know i don't come on steve you gotta be like our parents back in the day all right they didn't care (laughs) they did not care (laughs) not a damn was given uh but yeah so i think that taking that away from him would suck yeah but again i'm it's, it's literally i think it's just gonna be the same movie with some stuff thrown in there i don't know it's going to have some stuff thrown in there that is that is definitely for sure Um, you know, we'll see. We'll right. see what happens. Right, we'll see. We're clocks kicking down. We we got what less than a month at this point, or just over 18th. a month. The eighteenth. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Countdown starting this week. Yeah. I think we even have a guest lined up that wants to talk about that. Uh, yeah. When it comes out. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh gosh! All right, so let's move on here. Uh, yeah, uh, apparently Jack Black was announced to be in the Borderlands movie, uh, that we were talking about last week and it's been revealed he will be Claptrap, the voice of Claptrap. I mean that, I think this is probably the one that makes the most sense to me. Yeah. Am I right here? Because. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I go back to the casting, you read the list and it's just kind of still perplexing because it's, yeah, you know. Jamie Lee Curtis, Kevin Hart, uh, Jack Black, and oh man, why am I? Uh, shoot, I'm blanking on her name it. now. Oh, she was Hella. Her name starts with a C. She was. She was. 
Ah, gosh. Why is this so hard? All right, let's keep talking, but it'll come to me in a second. I just need my brain to start working again. But you hear these these four names, and it's just kind of like, bro, what kind of movie are you you putting together? Like, again, what is this movie? Yeah, I I still don't understand. But, I mean, it looks fun. You know, I I think that I think that you Kate might have Blanchett. Kate Blanchett. Kate Blanchett. That's it. <laughs> I think that you might have sent me a, kind of a side by side comparison of the actors mm-hmm. and the uh, roles that they'll be playing. And I didn't hate that. No, I mean, let's go, right? Yeah, yeah. I just don't know about this movie. Again, it's a movie. <laughs> I just don't know how is this going to even translate. I don't get it, but we'll see. We'll see. I mean, is I'm this sure. is this going to be like Jumanji? Because I'm I'm kind of getting a weird vibe. I don't know if you are or not. It is a weird, and vibe. I haven't even seen anything. Yeah, I don't know about Jumanji vibe. I I do get a a, a general comedic vibe from it though, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's. I don't know. I'm just curious to see. Yeah what it is and i know some people are like oh how come you didn't do like claptrap <laughs> like the actual voice actor for claptrap because it's you know the voice the guy that does the voice for claptrap you know it's just so iconic in the series and i'm like well you know it's hollywood they snorted cocaine and like we need big names big big names uh, right i mean you got to get butts <laughs> in the seats or it's or it's a it's not even a there's no point yeah right yeah uh you know, maybe some of those original voice actors can pick up different roles in the in this. I'm sure will be a series if it's even moderately successful. <laughs> so uh, they will not. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Let's be honest. This is Hollywood we're talking about here. <laughs> oh my gosh! But yeah, I mean, I don't really have much more to say about it than that. Just like. This movie continues to develop, and I continue to have. Yeah, many I think questions. we need. To, I think we just need to update whenever we see something from Borderlands, just because I think that we have our finger on the pulse of this movie, and I can't wait to be right. Yeah, if if they cast the Rock, you're 100 percent right about this movie. Yeah, if the, yeah, if the Rock like finds Rampage his way in this, too. exactly. Yeah. Uh, no, I it, well, yeah, it'll be a mixture of that and the whole uh, Jumanji vibe. You know, mm-hmm. oh, the Rock has been, but I feel like if the Rock was going to be cast, he'd be the first person you announced. Yep, or <laughs> so, the last, or the last. Yeah. yeah, who knows? Yeah, I don't know. All right, so next up we have uh, news from Marvel that they have a show called Assembled, which is about the making of some of these various properties, and I think the first one is going to be the making of WandaVision. Right uh, after the show is over, uh, just like a quick sh- a quick show that's going to be on Disney Plus, uh, just talking about hey, this is how this was made and various p- other projects they have coming up. They've announced, oh, we're going to do the making of for, you know, Shang Chi, the making of What If, the making of all these other Marvel things. Mm-hmm. And when you start looking at the dates, you come to a really interesting. 
uh, kind of thing here, and that Man, is please walk us through this. I yeah. couldn't believe it when you actually shared it. When you when you see it, it's different than hearing it. But yes, I'm gonna blow through some some dates really fast, okay? Uh, and it just highlights essentially what Marvel has done with this making of show right. is that you are going to get brand new Marvel content on Disney Plus every week for the rest of this year. So listen to this. <laughs> That's insane. You know that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, if we started with January 15th with episodes one and two of WandaVision that were released, uh, that goes up until March 5th, which is episode nine of WandaVision. March 12th, the week after WandaVision ends, is making of WandaVision. What picks up from there? March 19th, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Then you have six episodes of Falcon and Winter Soldier, Till April 23rd. And on April 30th, you have Making of Falcon and Winter Soldier. Then, the following week, May 7th, is Black Widow. Boy. May 14th, Making of Black Widow. Then, May 21st, after those two weeks, you have Loki. Mm. Six episodes. That concludes on June 25th. And on June 25th, or I'm sorry, on July 2nd, that the week after that, making of Loki. July 9th, Shang-Chi. Boy. <laughs> and at July 16th, making of Shang-Chi. Then, after making of Shang-Chi, July 23rd, you get episodes 1, 2, and 3 of What If. Mm-hmm. I'm so looking forward to that. I'm so looking forward to that. But that takes you from July 23rd all the way till September 10th, which is episode 10 of What If. Then September 17th, making of What If. Oh, and then guess what? The following week, September 24th, episodes Mm. 1 and 2 of Ms. Marvel. Mm. And that takes you till October 22nd. Which is, uh, that's episode 6, and then October 29th, making of Miss Marvel. What's after that? November 5th, Eternals. Oh, boy. November 12th, making of Eternals. And then, to close out our year, on November 19th, after the making of Eternals, you have episodes 1 and 2 of Hawkeye. And that takes you till... December 17th, which is the last episode of Hawkeye, episode six. All of these shows are six episodes, except for What If. I love it. Yeah. Uh, And then December 24th, Making of Hawkeye. That's your year, folks. That's 2021. Possibly the greatest year of comic book (laughs) content. It really is. In history. It really is. That is insane. I just can't believe they actually pulled this off. Like this yeah. is happening. It's happening right now. So I pulled out. I, I pulled that list up with the caveat that that's assuming that Black Widow, Shang Chi, and Eternals don't get moved because of theaters not being at full capacity, which is right. entirely possible. Right. Uh, I do not know if they were going to have this stuff kind of figured out by May. Is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And Kevin Feige's been super, super adamant uh, that these movies come out in the theater, and he's got enough pull to make that happen. But I don't know how for how much longer. And I really, 
at this point, I really don't want them to be premier access because I know he doesn't want that. Like, like I agree. I agree. But can we wait till November, December for Black Widow? At this point, it's it's going to be over a two year old movie. I think it's still going to be pushed. Yeah, uh, I think it's going to be November, December, possibly. Although I don't know, that could interfere with. I mean, you could push it back to November, and then that pushes back Shang Chi, which in turn pushes mm-hmm. back Eternals. Right. That just may be a reality of what they're talking about, and I feel bad because I know that these movies are so interlocked, and I hope that they don't have something that's going to spoil something else. You know. Right. I think that once you start pushing those back, and they have to have taken this into account, that you're going to start missing connections at some point. And we all know that from day one, May 3rd, 2008, connected. Yeah. So uh, I hope that they don't sacrifice that in the name of, you know, pushing yeah. everything back. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. But I'm excited for this year. I'm excited yeah. for all the stuff that we have coming out. The episode breakdowns. It's Man, let me tell you something. I don't know if you knew this, but we are getting a Shang-Chi movie mm-hmm. and a Miss Marvel series. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? Yeah. And I also really love their approach because they're not like... Hey guys, here is the 13 episode limited series. They're like, no, here's our six hour movie. Yeah. Uh, it will yeah. come out weekly, but when you binge it, it'll be like a six hour movie. Yes. And that actually also pulls me into the next point that I was going to say. Uh, no spoilers for WandaVision, but all the episodes have been like 30 to 40 minute episodes up yeah. till this point. But uh, they have confirmed that the final three episodes of WandaVision will be hour long episodes. So. Uh, it just kind of braces us for this big climactic finale. Yes, it uh, does. And can we talk Wanda- about it? Can we talk we, about it all? We no. Let's not, let's talk about it all. Not even a little bit. <laughs> 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 we we know nothing, sir. We know nothing. Uh, but yeah, it it just kind of. I I know Wandavision has more episodes than most of them, but at the same mm. time, Wandavision at the end of the day is going to be structured when you sit down and you binge it is going to be a, a little six hour movie. I'm going to do that. <laughs> yes. I am also <laughs> going to binge that for a day. Uh, yes. And I want to watch it back and see how stupid I am that I didn't pick exactly. up on any of it. That's exactly. What I got a theory for you, by the way, after we finished recording okay. this episode, okay, that we, right. I, I need to bring, I need to have it on record so that somebody hears me say it so that I can uh, be right later. Okay. okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, Marvel content knocking out of the park and knowing what the future is going to be. We, I know we were seeing all those shows and we were like, good God, they announced a lot of content. How the hell is right. that going to work? Uh, oh, you're going to literally have weekly things. Uh, that's going to really kick netflix and hbo max in the crotch especially yeah, when you start stirring in star wars that's dumb yeah, that's real dumb, dumb. man what do you <laughs> if they well, keep if they continue to release everything on friday what do you like they own your weekend yeah they're gonna they bring own back, you they're gonna bring back tgif bro 
I know. You got a you got a oh eight my uh, a, gosh. a block of TV you got to sit down and watch at seven p.m. on Fridays now. That's insane to even think about, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, to have all that Star Wars content, and mm-hmm. who knows? It looks like there's still an Indiana Jones possibly series coming in the future, and yeah, there's there's just so much, man. That's not even counting Disney, yeah, Pixar, yeah. Uh, you know, some of the other original series that they're talking about putting on there. The spark shorts that Pixar is putting together, uh, Nat but, Geo, and all that stuff that that you know it's it's <laughs> now because of uh, because of what it is. Somebody said this to me recently. Mm-hmm. They said we need a series for The Incredibles. Ooh, that's real yeah. good. Yeah, doesn't Ooh. that fit? It does. Yes. Dang, that'd be real good. Give that yeah, person a million dollars, please. Right. Please <laughs> pay them a million dollars. <laughs> Go pay that person pay, for the idea. Pay the uh, pay the lady that does our that cleans our instruments in my office a million dollars, please. Yeah. Uh, She's please, a genius. Yeah. Give give her <laughs> all the money and put her on Disney's board of directors. Cause right. <laughs> Cash the check, as Anthony Mackie would say. Cash the check. <laughs> Cash the check. <laughs> Bruh. But, but, and that that doesn't even count that. You remember Disney owns uh, all of the those star properties in Hulu. And what yeah. eventually is going to be Disney Star? When they start putting, like, the Alien series. Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine? <laughs> Disney what? owns Atlanta. Yeah. I <laughs> right. <laughs> All those FX series, man. Yeah, That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Man, I don't know. I forgot about that alien series. If somebody reached out to us uh quite a few episodes back just to talk about that and that's insane to me yeah that is insane i don't know if you remember the aliens comic books from back in the day like late Mm. 90s Mm. mid to late 90s uh just gory as all get out just like the the movies but Mm -hmm. expanded the story so much yeah i don't know how we got on aliens but you know i got love i got love i got love for it (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, for it. let's get to the last story, and then we can get to our main topic for today. Right, and that is that, uh, yeah, Ryan Johnson's Star Wars trilogy is still alive. Look at look at that. Look, look at you at sitting over you there. Just look at that. Just look, toiling nobody away. Even, nobody even really look nobody. at you. We thought you were <laughs> dead. I know. We thought you left. Some people Listen. were hoping you were dead. <laughs> right. Man, look. Uh, I... Mm, man, the his movie did not necessarily fit that new trilogy, but it was something. I appreciated what it was trying to do and the story beats it was trying to go for. I just don't think upon execution, uh, a lot of it worked uh, in some ways. So, um. And I think there was a lot of interference from the studio, and he also had to keep things tied in with other people's trilogy. I'm willing to be more open and be more optimistic for it. Uh, if 
you know, given that he has his own potential trilogy to work with. If that right. movie first movie comes out and I'm just like, uh, I don't, I'm not, in, I'm not feeling it. Then, Wrap it up. you know, yeah, yeah. we won't see where it goes, but I'm really uh, hoping it has a better shot to succeed. I don't, I don't know why he felt like he should derail what was going on in episode seven. And by the way, he was the director of the last Jedi. Yeah. And I don't I don't know necessarily if he felt like he was derailing it. I think he was trying to move it away from the preconceived notions because yeah. Force Awakens was such a rehash of a new hope. Right. And then right. Last Jedi sharply veers left, right? It does. And then Rise of Skywalker wobbly tries to put it back on the yeah, path. Yeah, tried to reel it back in and I yeah, and uh, it like it's like a kid that tries to land like a really hard jump. It goes bye bye. <laughs> You're like, what no, I can you do. didn't nail that. Look what I can do. Yeah. Man, <laughs> I just feel like there were so many beats missed in those final two movies where they were yes. set up to be something in Episode yeah. Seven. Yeah, uh, the Force Awakens, and then I just feel like I mean, listen, Kylo Ren should have been the best character ever. And I feel like Ryan Johnson tried to take him there. Because, listen, he is the son of a scoundrel and mm-hmm. the Prince of Alderaan, which they never talk about, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, he is royalty himself. Yeah. Uh, I just feel like Ryan Johnson wouldn't do something with this dude. Yeah. Versus versus what, uh, what we got. Yeah, I do feel like uh, he was trying to more emphasize the future and less emphasize the past. He was trying to break mm-hmm. it away from Star yeah. Wars past, uh, which, again, I appreciate. I just don't know. There were a lot of setups in that movie with really kind of underwhelming payoffs. Yeah. And I get that. You know, maybe he was constrained because some of the payoffs were supposed to come up in the following film. But at the same time, it just felt like, you know, taking a large chunk of movie to do a side quest, it doesn't feel like it matters. Uh, You know, some of the things being like, oh, here's this thing. Oh, it actually turns out it means nothing. Oh, here's this character. Oh, it turns out they actually mean nothing. Look at this person standing over here. They look really cool, don't they? Uh, They fall in a pit of fire. You never see them again. It's just that that kind of constant Mm -hmm. turnaround. uh, It just kept being unsatisfying. And you can say that, well, that stuff shouldn't have been set up like that in the first place. Totally agree. But at the it at that was. point, it was set up. Yeah. yeah, It was. And, you know, if something's been set, if somebody pitches you a ball, you don't sit there and watch it hit the ground and then roll. Like, no. You, no. you try to take a swing at it, right? Yeah. Uh, and I, I also think that that's why I'm willing to move forward with his trilogy. I think he had something. And look, yeah. he had literally one of the coolest scenes in a Star Wars movie when he had that Republic cruiser jump okay. to hyperspace and cut that Star Destroyer in half. I I for... mean, listen, I it I was shook. <laughs> yeah. In the I theater. <laughs> I think we all saw that scene in the theater and we were like, oh, no, listen, you played with your toys like that, right? 
Yeah. You just never, never yeah. saw it. Awesome. Although, it also begs the question of why people aren't uh, doing that more often, <laughs> especially to something like the Death Star. It really <laughs> like, does. <laughs> why don't you go commandeer that, uh, that, uh, Star Destroyer and uh, hyperspace ram it through the Death Star and exactly. watch the fireworks. <laughs> exactly. Let's see, where's the coordinates of the Death Star? Okay, point it that way and <laughs> and here we go. Yo! <laughs> Dang, they got us, bro. <laughs> it makes some maneuvers. It's not happening. It's over. <laughs> it's over for you. Something's coming out of Harper's <laughs> <laughs> Look, and in the theater when the sound went out, yes. And do you remember the the people like, what's wrong with your audio? Yeah, rave. <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's that's bad. <laughs> Great yeah, but scene. very cool thing. Uh, I yeah. think he's got got some ideas there. Yeah, uh, I didn't. Man, there's I don't know. I don't know, man. There's some. There's a lot in that movie that I don't. I don't know. There's a lot. We'll we'll do a deeper dive on on movies like The Last Jedi in a future episode for sure for you guys. Ooh. Yeah, that uh, sounds like fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll get a guest in on that and see what mm-hmm. what they yeah. feel. But uh, yeah, you know, it's I'm I'm super curious to see where he wants to go with the universe i think he wants to go to a corner of the universe that is super untouched like i hope so we're not gonna know any characters from this trilogy at all that's why he's just like secluded like (laughs) yeah (laughs) okay so let's see let's see i want to know about all new we don't even have to touch the force or maybe it's around but like people don't know what it was like wow this rock started floating next to me i don't know This rock started yeah. floating next to me. <laughs> <laughs> ah! Why is that rock floating? Yeah, leave Jedi's out of it. I mean, we don't need that, yeah. right? Yeah. Do we need it? I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? I hope it's I don't know. Uh, Seven Samurai Jedi film. I hope they. I hope they turn into a trilogy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, we didn't have we didn't have Jedi in uh, the Mandalorian until halfway through the second season. So yeah, maybe he goes super unoriginal with it, and you see the seven samurai, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're walking through the desert, and you hear "Uga Chaka, Uga Uga, Uga oh, Chaka, no. Uga Chuga." I just got this feeling <laughs> deep inside of me. He's like, "Oh, no. he didn't." <laughs> Please no. I'm hooked on a feeling, damn, burn and burst. Star uh, Wars samurai. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Go away, Ryan Johnson. <laughs> Ooh, buddy, we need you to sit down. You. <laughs> that was. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, I'm very disappointed in you, sir. Excuse me. <laughs> All right, all right. Let's get to our final topic. And I believe you had a question Ooh, for me this week. Yeah, man. You know, we talk about Justice League and yeah. the DCEU. Yeah. And we also talk about Star Wars. Um, but what I want to ask you is what mm-hmm. sucks about the MCU? Ooh. 
Uh, okay, so that's no. We heap a lot of, a of praise on the MCU. We do. It we is. do. We do. It is, and it's got flaws. It's definitely got flaws. Does it? Yeah, it's got some underwhelming movies, man. Uh, Point them out. I even though I think that they're better than the credit is given to them. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you can when you're watching them in a marathon, like I've done. You can definitely feel the low points are like. Your mm-hmm. Thor: The Dark World, your Iron Man threes, whoa, you know, Doctor Strange. I think has some has some elements of it that drag. Captain Marvel has elements of it that drag. Um, you know, where they're more cookie cut. I'm, I I don't think. Uh, for me personally, I think the the two Spider Man movies, as well executed as they are, uh stray too far from Spider-Man to really feel like a true Spider-Man movie. Mm. Okay. Like your Spider-Man shouldn't be so dependent on Tony Stark. That's a mistake. You 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 scare me cuz it makes me feel like you don't fully understand what Spider-Man is. Like you're so hooked on this Oh, he's a kid trying to navigate this world and the powers. Well, yeah, but he didn't have Tony Stark to turn to, you know? He was trapped under a pile of rubble, and he had to figure his own way out. He was backed up against a wall against the Sinister Six, and he had to take them up on his own. He didn't get to team up with, uh, you know, Iron Man or have the latest in Stark Tech to uh, to pull it out. He had a fabric costume, and he had some web shooters, and that's how he got his way out of his problems. By the way, he has bills next week that he's got to pay, so... Him fighting these supervillains ended up costing him the job that he needed to pay his rent. So now he's out on the street. <laughs> that's Spider-Man. Dope. And that's not <laughs> the Spider-Man that we get in these movies. No, it's, it's just not. Yeah. Um, yeah. Even they've taken two of his classic rogues and they turned them into Iron Man villains. Which is ironic because Iron Man doesn't have his own any of his own good villains. Mm-hmm. Don't get me started on Tony Stark again, but you know it's it's true. Like other than the Mandarin, you've got what Whiplash, Whiplash, uh, Crimson Dynamo, uh, you know, extremists. I guess it gets maybe. really thin. Aim, maybe. Yeah, but AIM is more of an Avengers villain. Like, yeah. same with Hydra. Like, he's fought Hydra, but they're an Avengers villain. They're a Captain America villain. It's He doesn't have that kind of classic rogues gallery. And then you take Spider-Mans and you give them to essentially Tony Stark. These, these are people that have grudges with, with Tony Stark. And Peter Parker is in their way. Shoo-shoo. Yeah. That's a flaw. Yeah. That's a flaw. Um, But, yeah... I also think uh, what sucks, and this is just from a fan standpoint, but what sucks is that the whole X-Men thing and the whole Fantastic Four thing not being resolved until now, like the fact that we're not going to get to see, uh, you know, Steve Rogers, Captain America, Tony Stark, Iron Man on the screen with, you know, Reed Richards, Sue Storm, Ben Grimm, Johnny Storm, you know. In addition to all these X Men characters, right? It's just you know it sucks. And then on top on top of that, Marvel's got a real legacy problem because they've started with some of these characters, 
that are coming up. Uh, now that some of the older characters are, are going to be retiring from mantles and stuff, and you have other people taking up these roles. Uh, you know, these the legacy characters in Marvel Comics aren't always as well-received. They aren't always given a fair shot, but they're not always well-received. So, you know, I can only think of a, of a small contingent of people that really actually give a damn about Riri Williams' Ironheart. Ooh-wee. But the show can really boost up her profile and make her worthy of it, especially if you have a good writing team, you plan it out well, you give her great story arcs and stuff like that. She wasn't really handled well in the comics. Um, but again, you don't have that legacy in place. And then what comes after that le- that generation, right? How right. long are you going to ride those young stars? You know, how? because I do fully feel like they're setting up Young Avengers. How oh, much 100%. can you ride yeah. the Young Avengers before you eventually submit and go back to Avengers classic flavor? <laughs> But I don't know. I mean, what what is what do you feel like sucks? Well, I think th- I think that you hit the nail on the head, right? Uh, I think that we can thumb through these comic books for however long they write them. Yeah. And the characters don't get older. Yeah. There's new stories to tell. But I think that we do have a legacy issue. And that problem is people aging out of these roles or no longer being interested in, in them. Almost like a fatigue. So yeah. where do we go after that? When when comes the reboot? When do yeah. we start Iron Man all the way back over? Is yeah. it in 10 years? Is it 20 years? Yeah. But it's going to happen. And this you know, is something so- I actually give a ton of credit to DC for doing. They have, in, in some of the more recent years, gone back to some of the OG versions of the characters for whatever reason. But you can trace a direct lineage of most of their most prominent superheroes to find out where they end up going. The Flash alone, you've got uh, Barry Allen, you've got an older Flash with Jay Garrick, you've got Wally West, you've got Bart Allen, you know, you've got even, like, his kids beyond that. Not to even mention, you've got other... uh, you got Wally West kids. You, you have so many different flashes you can pull from. Green Lanterns, Hal Jordan, uh, you know, <laughs> Guy Gardner, John mm-hmm. Stewart, Kyle Rayner, you know, Simon Baz, Jessica Cruz. That's six Green Lanterns. If you gave each one of them a trilogy plus an appearance in a larger film, how many movies is that? Right, right. I, I think that, that one of the things that that we're all hoping for, and Disney is definitely hoping for, is that lightning will strike twice with some of these lesser-known Marvel heroes. Yeah. <clears throat> because with Iron Man, I... Listen, I'm a, I'm a Marvel comic fan, but I very rarely would look at an Iron Man comic and yeah. say, oh, this is the movie I want to see. No, I mean, that just yeah. didn't happen, right? Yeah. Um, and then something happened where it just completely blew up. I think it was what we needed at the time. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what's next. And I mean, I, we're already seeing those seeds of the Young Avengers being sown. Yeah. But I, is that going to be enough? 
so when I look at Marvel's strategy, I think what they're going to do and kind of the hand that they were given and, and the kind of blessing that they have kind of going here is that because X-Men was delayed, because Fantastic Four was delayed, yeah. they can incorporate that into the future and not – I think they're going to – That's a good w- point, man. Especially post Young Avengers, like once the Young Avengers kind of do their thing, I think they're eventually going to move away from the Avengers as a concept. Maybe eventually they go back to it in some way, but I think once we get into the future of Marvel with these later phases, I think they throw way more into Fantastic Four, way more into X Men, and I think you just kick that can down the road. I mean, you can get a lot out of the current Avengers and the Young Avengers. To yeah. get you to the next maybe two phases, right? Right. And then the post that, you can focus on X-Men. You can focus on Fantastic Four. Still sprinkle in some of these side characters because I love that they're bringing more to prominence characters like Ms. Marvel, Moon Knight, Moon Knight yeah. She-Hulk, you know, freaking all these other kind of – Riri Williams, Ironheart. All these other little characters that they're kind of building up. Um. I just don't know, like, eventually that kind of desire to get back to the Avengers is going to be... Yeah. Everybody's going to want to see Captain America again. Yeah. Everybody's going to want to see the Thor again. I agree with you. And they're going to want to see classic versions of the Thor, because it's not like, you know, once you finish with Chris Hemsworth Thor, it's not like Chris Hemsworth's really going anywhere. He's going to be in other things. You're going to be seeing him. You're like, man, remember when he was Thor? Mm. Man, I would love to see him come back and stuff like yeah. that. So, <sighs> who knows? I mean, Good the points, introduction man. of the multiverse could certainly play a factor in that as well. But Man, the MCU sucks, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to go that far. <laughs> but it's got elements, you know? It's, it's definitely got sure. things that, that don't uh, hold up. As well as as you want, right? And then, you know, the recastings that they've done so far, I don't think there's anybody that wouldn't have wanted to see what Edward Norton's Hulk would have been like in these movies, right? Right. Uh, I, I think, I mean, I know people saw potential in Terrence Howard's uh, Rhodey. Uh, every time I go back, I look and I go, oh, what is he doing? I... And while Don Cheadle is not exactly my first choice to be uh, Rhodey, you know, he definitely does a better job in the role than whatever Terrence Howard Terrence was, Howard was doing. doing. Yeah, it was I just a lot. There. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, the recasting thing is an issue, but it's also a necessary requirement of what this universe is. And I think the phase one films um kind of start to fade as far as like how much how much and how well they hold up yeah phase 2 really it started off bumpy but it really ended strongly um and then obviously phase 3 uh is kind of what peak marvel up to this point mm-hmm. so yeah i I mean, there's definitely flaws you can point out in everything, and 
I don't know. I mean, I feel like I'm I'm just kind of <laughs> ranting about a few of the things that came up for me, but I don't know. Is there anything that, that no, stands man, those out are all very valid points. Um, you know, I I think that that phase one fatigue. You're kind of right about that. Those are a little dry compared to what we're getting now, but yeah. they weren't at the time. It sparked a lot of oh yeah, you know, a lot of imagination, and you know, it just carried so much with it seeing captain america on the screen for the first time in a real way was amazing yeah it was amazing yeah never thought we would get it and there it was yeah yeah Yeah. man it's and those phase one films will always hold a special place in my heart um they all kind of had a little bit of that indie nature behind them Um, they didn't know they still yeah. didn't know. No. They did not know. They were terrified. <laughs> Especially with Thor and Captain America. They were like, what is this? Does, yeah. Did this guy say he wanted to do a period World War II film? <clears throat> and, you know, and there was a vision there that uh, that really panned out. But we just didn't know. Once again, my petition is up. I believe Kevin Feige should be the Stan Lee in all these movies going forward. But that's just mm. me. I like that. I like that. It's what should happen, but... Good insight, bro. Yeah. I mean, it's hard for me to, like, really rag on it in a way that's just like, yeah, man, they know what they're doing. They're they, they messing this <clears> up. <throat> I mean, what? how does the MCU suck? Well, you know, they, they made <laughs> Tony Stark the uh, cause of and solution to all of the MCU's problems. Yes, they did. <laughs> Moving forward, who's going to be their scapegoat? Apparently, be Wanda. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah. that's not a. Uh, yeah, that, nobody's we're, saying that. We're, we're not talking we're, about we're that. We're not talking about that. We don't know anything about that. We don't know anything. Moving on. Oh my gosh! Well, I, I think we can wrap it up there. Uh, yeah, I think that's our our show for today, man. Dope show, bro. Yeah, informative. Yeah. I'm proud of us. Me too. <laughs> look at us. <laughs> look at us it? go. Will you look at it? What's this Just look at it. 24 or something? 26. Ugh. Isn't that right? Well, 24 yeah, officially. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, 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 er, yeah, 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 yeah. Canonically, we're we're 26 because we have two preview episodes up. Y- y'all should right. go back and check check that out, y'all. And, yeah, you know, check out how bad our audio was. <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> but this is officially episode 24, I believe. Nice. So. Nice. Anyways, everybody, uh, you know how to find us. You can find me on Twitter at LTTheFifth. That's L-T-T-H-A-F-I-F-T-H. Uh, Steve, what are the social media deets? At NerdSmash underscore TC on Twitter. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Steve L. Dub. That's right, everybody. And you can find us uh, on however you listen to us through, uh, whether it's Apple, whether it's Spotify, whether it's Podbean, uh, Google Music, wherever you're listening to us through, please make sure you're liking uh, the show. You know, rate us, subscribe to us mm-hmm. if you can. Uh, I like anything, it on Amazon Prime. I yeah, like yeah. I personally enjoy it on Spotify. Mm-hmm. But... Any way that you listen to us or check us out, please make sure that you give us a way to know that you're listening and so that we can spread the show to other people and let them know that we're out here. 
And uh, if you're digging it or if you're not, please let us know. We we love to hear feedback. We love to hear more yes. about the show. Uh, and, you know, we just want to grow the thing and, uh, you know, yeah, make man. the talk Thanks for the feedback recently. So Goodness. much. So Goodness. Much. Goodness. Yeah, we Ooh. love talking about you. So, so much. Any questions, anything that you want to talk about, please hit us up. Yes, sir. Anyway, that is our show. Thanks again for listening to the Nerd Smash Talkcast. And as always, uh, what me and Steve have been saying, well, more recently, holla, 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 hol